Welcome to The Cut and the Dry. This is Isaac Lopez. Yes, I know, I'm not Kit Mock, and it's a disappointment for all. But we are here recording um, a special for The Cut and the Dry. Uh, this is part two of the conversation Kip and I are sitting down and having about social media. Uh, and this is pretty free-ranging. Uh, it's not our normal show, which is often very structured. And that's really good. But we just wanted to have a bit more casual conversation where Kip does not know the questions I'm bringing to him. He knows the genre, which is social media, but the specific questions he was not made aware of <laughs> until we are sitting down. And he still doesn't know the last two questions I'm going to ask him. All right. So uh, let's get the ball rolling. Let's go. Um, these, actually, I'm not going to say that because I don't want to spoil it. Um, <laughs> so in the previous special that we did, we discussed um, why Kip left Facebook and Instagram, why I joined other social mm-hmm. medias, you know, kind of like the bottom run, like Parlor, <laughs> Maywee, and Gab. Yeah. Uh, we also pushed around that there are different ideas, uh, and there, there's not necessarily a wrong answer for w- what you do on social media or why you're not on social media. Like mm-hmm. there, but there are, but there are wrong answers <laughs> to the, that. The, yeah. That right. the, there are rights and there are wrongs involved mm-hmm. in the decisions you make about social media, but there is not a right answer or a wrong answer about your usage of social media. Right. So what we basically, the, the crux of uh, the last episode was trying to um, boil it down to what, what do you have to think about? Mm-hmm. Like what is, what is the scale that you use to judge how you're going to use or not use social media. And our conclusions were basically try to boil down uh, everything that you do on social media to Mm. does this glorify God and enhance his kingdom? Does this this advance God's kingdom Mm. or does it not? Because it's either neutral or it's not and that's that's on the bad side of the Mm -hmm. scale. Or it does and that's on the good side of the scale. So find, find where your interactions with social media fall onto this scale of advancing or detracting from or being neutral to right. God's kingdom and weigh those things and that's what you need to make your decision on. So that was pretty much a summary of mm-hmm. our last uh, special on social media and Isaac's got a couple more questions. Yeah. So I think we'll just jump right into those yeah. and see where we go with this. Yeah. Thanks for saving my bacon on that summary. Mine, I was... My mind's a little tired right now. <laughs> no worries, um, man. Th- I mean, this is we are. This is our third episode. Third episode recorded. We're recording. Today. Yeah, yeah. This is nuts, but it's a marathon and it's fun. Yeah. Like I, I do, just want to mention, Kip and I have a blast recording these. Right. We we do get paid to do other things, and we don't get paid to do this. So if we weren't right. having fun, we wouldn't be here. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, that's a very important thing to mention. Um, let's launch into these questions, though. Okay. I've got one that you mentioned briefly in the previous previous episode and i want to deal with censorship on social mm-hmm. media big tech censor, censorship mm-hmm. when it comes to specifically facebook um there have been multiple instances of facebook censoring people for what seems to be not a great reason right um and my question that i would like to phrase out of that and focus here on mm-hmm. is how should Christians deal with censorship? Should they stay to fight or should they go to a different uh, account, social media, uh, like Parler, that mm-hmm. you know, markets itself as 
we are the free speech platform. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's either or. But There's a third option, which there, is just leaving social media entirely. There you go. That's Kip. Okay. Right. That, well, I, I mean, I do have a Parler account. Right. I do technically still have a Twitter account that I don't use. Um, and I check my wife's Instagram every once in a while. That's, that's right. a broad overview of my interaction with social media. But yeah, I, I did kind of choose the third route, okay. practically speaking. Right. Um, and, and I think there are a number of reasons to go each route. But I want okay. to start <laughs> by taking this all the way back down to the foundation. Uh, I know we do this in every episode, but uh, we say this in every single episode, but social media can be a valuable tool. Mm -hmm. I I don't want to discredit that, but at the same time, just remember what matters, right? Right. As you're dealing with censorship and should I be on this social Mm -hmm. media or that social media or not, uh, it doesn't really matter. (laughs) Right, (laughs) right. I don't really care. Uh, I told you before we recorded the last special that I would probably say this, and it's it's taken me what we've been recording for I guess thirty five minutes total yeah, across yeah. these two specials, and, and then, here I finally am. I don't care. There you go. There you go. And and the reason so I don't so care, you can now turn off the podcast. Everything else after this is just extra material. I'm just kidding. Anyway, Kip Kip was about to roll. Uh, I do have a reason that I don't care though. Okay, and I think that's important. We should talk about that. <laughs> the reason I don't care is that it doesn't matter. And the reason it doesn't matter is all that does matter is how you interact mm. with your family, how you raise your kids, right. how you treat your wife, how you interact with your church community, mm. and how you interact with your business colleagues and associates, clients, customers, bosses, managers, whoever it right. may be. That's yeah. that's what matters. Mm. Like, what? how are you... Uh, impacting God's kingdom primarily mm. in your family, right? And, and it spreads out in ripples. So imagine, imagine you're a droplet falling into a glassy pond, and when that droplet falls in, the very first ring is your relationship with God, right? The second ring is your relationship with your wife and your kids, mm. and then your parents and your siblings, your aunts and your uncles and cousins, and then out from there. Um, you know, your business associates, uh, the people you work with on a day-to-day basis, mm-hmm. uh, the people you serve, the people you work for, the people who work for you. And then uh, along with that kind of, I'm, I'm not doing this in a strict order, right, but you right, have yeah. your, your church, your immediate church family. Mm-hmm. And then you have things like uh, the people who serve you coffee right. at whatever coffee shop you go to. You have these rings going out. And my argument for why I don't care is that the ring of social media is like a mile out in right. the pond. Right. You have so much more that hmm. matters before okay. you get there that I don't really care what happens at the social media level. Right. Okay. So um, that is my overall answer to your okay. question, but it doesn't really answer your specific question mm-hmm. of censorship right <laughs> right so do you, do you want to interject something well there? I, I do i actually want to change course here okay um because you you brought up something that i had a question kind of framed to what you just brought up okay but social media yes is in that outer ripple right mm-hmm. I, I would agree that there are more cares than i can give <laughs> then by the time i get to um the social media ripper, I'm, ripple, I'm very cared out. Right. Um, but there, 
there are times, like mm-hmm. the times that we are living in right now, where churches have moved onto social media for different periods of time, mm-hmm. whether it's carrying on services online and they have a Facebook watch live going mm-hmm. at that time to share their message with their people and their flock that are at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's interesting to see what lockdowns did to bring that social media ripple maybe a little closer to home. Right. Do you think that that... Um, do you think that Christians practiced good literacy when it came to social media understanding mm-hmm. and um, using it as a good tool with lockdowns, or did they use it as an excuse? Oh, that's a very good question. I I don't think there's a there's a simple answer. Obviously, to obviously, that that's why I asked it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think that I can say, oh yeah, churches did a great job. Right, all churches did a great job, and uh, I'm not really in a position of authority to judge mm-hmm. elder boards of various churches that may right. or may not have handled things correctly. But I think the the bottom line is, um, did the church carry out its mission of coming together and worshiping the Lord? Mm-hmm. Was that was that successfully done? And I think. It was, it was a difficult time and a time where uh, lots of churches were tested on right. whether or not they were doing that effectively when mm. they were meeting in person. Right. And um, I'm grateful to be at Christ Church where I think they handled it incredibly well. Mm. Um, and I'm grateful for the leadership of our elders and pastors who did a, I think did a great job of handling the situation by first uh, giving the government the benefit of the doubt, right. submitting to what the government was saying. We skipped church for three weeks mm-hmm. uh, and had Facebook Live uh, and YouTube Live, I believe, right. um, uh, recordings of the sermons so that we could continue to fellowship. And we had uh, published songs that we sang mm-hmm. together yeah. um, in our homes. Right. Yeah, so after three weeks, we had a couple weeks of car services. Right. And then we went back to in-person yeah. fellowship because at that point, five weeks later, we knew it was a joke. Mm-hmm. Right, and and I think the elders did a great job in their timing of uh, right. all of that. I, so I can speak to how Christ Church handled it, mm-hmm. and I can I can think of a number of churches that I don't think handled it well, but I'm not going to call them out because it's not my I don't right. think it's my place. Right. Um. So all that to say, though, I don't know if it's a social media specific question mm. because yeah. YouTube isn't. It, I guess you could call it social media, but it isn't really social media um, as you think of Facebook being right. social media. Um, obviously, there's commenting, but it's it's primarily a publication mm-hmm. format, right? And so uh, in a scenario where content needs to be provided right. electronically, uh, it can be done through a church's website, mm-hmm. it can be done... Fair enough. It, it yeah. could even be done by DVDs being right. sent to people's right. houses, you know? Yeah. It, it doesn't, it's not a social media specific question. That's, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, from, from my perspective, at least. And, and I think a, a lot of it was centered around social mm-hmm. media because so many people are there. Right. But I don't think it necessarily has to okay. be that way. Yeah. Um, but I, I do want to answer your censorship question. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go, let's go back to it. Yeah. Let's close um, on that. Okay. Yeah. So we'll close talking about censorship. And I think, um, the, the only way to deal with that as a Christian is thoughtfully, prayerfully, and carefully. Okay. Um, what I would recommend not doing is not thinking about it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you, must, you must think about it. You must recognize that it's happening and recognize that that impacts what 
uh, social media is, mm. how it functions, and it should impact how you interact with it. Um, whether that means you leave, whether that means you switch to different platforms, or whether that means you stick with it and fight, right. is not, not mine to tell. Um, you, you can do whatever you think mm. is best based on the situation that you're in. Right. Um, but what you can't do is just ignore it. Right. You, you must uh, recognize that it is happening and recognize that that really does change the landscape of social media as a whole. And it's, it's not just Facebook. Twitter is, has turned out to be pretty much just as bad. Right. And in some cases worse. worse. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Facebook will have notices under pretty much every right. single post. Right. But Twitter in a lot of cases will hide a tweet and you mm-hmm. have to like click it in a very specific place to even see what the person had to say. Right. And then there's there's the whole question of shadow banning right. and you know it, it's Facebook's domain. They can they can choose what content is in front of people's eye holes, mm-hmm. right? And if they're censoring it and putting a banner under it, you know, um, I, I managed pretty carefully what I saw on Facebook. Right. But if you're not managing that very carefully, um, you're probably never even going to see the things that are censored. Yeah. yeah. And and you'll have no idea what's going on. Mm. So recognize that it is happening and be cognizant of that and and like we said in our in our last special, boil it all down to the scales. Yeah. Find whether or not your interaction is glorifying to mm. God or not. Yeah. And and there is another factor of time investment. Because mm-hmm. uh, your specific question is should they leave these platforms, right. should they stay and fight? Staying and fighting, uh, is, is a time investment. It is. So, it is. so you must take that into account. Mm-hmm. If, if you're going to stay, there is going to be fighting involved. Right. And fighting is a drain on your mental capacity, a drain on your emotional capacity, and it's... It's it, on your spiritual capacity. <laughs> right. It's, and it's not a fight for everybody. Right. There, there are more important battles. Like I said before, I think this is an outer ripple. Mm-hmm. I think this is a mile over on the other side of the pond. Mm. Very big pond, by the way. Very big pond. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if if you think that it is your place to be fighting the battles all mm-hmm. the way on the other side of the pond, go you. Yeah. Um, that's not me, but right. go you and be careful mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. and count the costs. So yeah. that's, I, I, I'm sorry I don't have any more no. specific of an answer to your question. No, that that's good. I, I, I think that... Um, I, it's, it is important for Christians to build up a, a literacy when it comes to, I, I, I would like Christians to be literate when mm-hmm. it comes to social media use. Mm-hmm. I think the church can be slow to adapt to certain things. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know, uh, I haven't done a deep dive on any statistics, like what churches are doing now to get their stuff out there on social media, yeah. uh, but it is something that has been pressing um, especially in 2020 with how they're reaching everyone. So I, I thought it was an interesting, um, I, I thought that your answer was good and the right one. Um, so <laughs> I, I think that that boils down to, because really when it comes to it, don't confuse social media or don't overthink it when it comes to social media. Put it in its proper place right? because there is nothing new under the sun, as King right. Solomon has said yeah. multiple times. right? Yes, There is truly nothing new under the sun. Everything has sped up a little bit. 
with social media and the advent of the internet, we're closer with other people than we probably would. You know, people on the other side of the pond, we can now communicate within the mm-hmm. uh, matter of seconds now, which right. that that's something that I think people need to adjust to. Um, right. But I think always putting it in its proper context and don't say this is a newfangled thing. It's like, no, it's just an advanced fangled thing. <laughs> right. Um, and, and I think I want to note here that just because you have the capability to communicate with thousands of people mm-hmm. doesn't mean you should. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that was kind of the conclusion I came to is, you know what? I have, these are the 10 ripples. Everybody really only has the capability and the capacity to deal with a certain number of ripples, right? Right. So you need to figure out I have this many ripples that I must mm-hmm. ensure that I take care of. I must take care of my relationship with God, my family, right. my church, my business relationships, um, et cetera, et cetera. So right. figure out what those things are that you must take care of. Mm-hmm. And then don't worry about the rest of it. Yeah. Just because you technically have the ability now right. to communicate with people in different parts of the world and see content from people in New York and Georgia and mm-hmm. North Dakota, it, it doesn't matter, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. That doesn't matter. So I think that's a really good point. People need to adjust to that because, you know, 150 years ago, you didn't have the problem of right. having the technical capacity to communicate with more than your natural limit of ripples. Yeah. Um, and now... <laughs> manage your ripples. Manage your ripples. That's the takeaway from this special. Uh, it's so good. I... I apologize for the analogy. There's probably a better one. But. I think when you get to your third show in one day, that, that's, that's probably a side effect. Hashtag uh, manage your ripples. Hashtag manage your ripples. Yeah. On Parlor. hashtag it, at Kip Mock. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, that's the takeaway for the show, is yeah. just because you, you think you can manage 15, maybe you can only manage 10. I'm not, yeah. these aren't hard numbers, obviously, but just it, maintain the capacity that you have don't try to extend it, don't try to push it, and make sure that the things that you are managing, mm-hmm. the ripples that you are taking care of, are the ones that you want to be taking care of. Right. Because you might find that you're trying to manage a ripple that doesn't really matter. Yeah. And maybe that is social media. Yeah. So um, I think that's all I've got to say. Yeah, but I think for bringing that up. I think that's a good place to end right there. Awesome. I mean, we, we're hitting that 20 minute mark and. Uh, yeah, third show in one day. I know this is going to be spread out, so you guys are going to be like, why do you guys sound so tired or weird? <laughs> well, I mean, it's because of that. But um, I, on the other hand, have had like three Red Bulls today, so right, I'm still good right. to go. I, yeah, the, you, your answers are on fire, and it's fun to see you back in the saddle. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, this has been a fun day of recording. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you guys and what mm-hmm. you think of... Uh, what we've said here on our Discord right. channel and however you choose to get in touch with us. Mm-hmm. We'd love to chat with you um, mm-hmm. and hear what you have to say. So with that, for the Cut and the Dry special, episode two, uh, this is Kip and Isaac signing off.